cheetahs were declared extinct in India in 1952 and now finally an opportunity to re-establish a wild population that can once again fulfill its ecological role in India. This is made possible by a memorandum of understanding between the South African government and India to reintroduce cheetahs from South Africa. We're joined by uh, our guest, veterinary wild specialist at the University of Pretoria, Professor Adrian. Good afternoon and welcome to the program. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for joining us. What is the context between the uh, of this agreement, this memorandum of understanding? Well, um, we basically were planning to take the the cheetahs across to to India for their introduction, but um, and, and could have really actually done it without a memorandum of understanding between the governments of India and South Africa. Uh, that wasn't actually really necessary. But in looking at the the project as a more long term goal we didn't we wanted to make sure that we really had the buy-in mainly of the south african side the government side on south africa to to ensure that there was you know they, they would assist us with the application of permits and and just to facilitate the whole process and so we then undertook to get this mou um signed and basically the mou um contains just some agreements with regards to uh the possible um, use of, of South African-owned cheetahs. Now, you, uh, when I say that, I mean government-owned animals, which potentially, you know, Sandpox-owned cheetahs. Um, we don't think that's necessarily going to need to be the case. We, we, we probably don't need uh, any of the cheetahs from our national parks, um, mostly using privately-owned cheetahs from small reserves in South Africa. And then the second part of the MOU was really um, the, the exchange of... Uh, of knowledge and 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 of uh, expertise, so uh, we have very different systems um, that are in in India compared to South Africa in terms of management of wildlife. In South Africa, we have the more fortress approach with a lot of fenced reserves, whereas in India it's an open system. Uh, but there are different expertise and people have different experiences uh, with human wildlife conflict, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And um, yeah, we we look at at exchanging those kinds of expertise through students, uh, through courses and through different, uh, you know, uh, spending time in India, um, various officials in, from South Africa, as well as, you know, some of them coming over here to spend some time and see how we do things. Um, so in the, in the end, yes, it's so. actually, yeah, worked out better for us, I think, to, to wait. We've, we've had to wait around for this MOU to get signed. But I think in the long term, it's actually been, you know, going to be of great benefit to, to us and to the project. So in practical terms, you know, what's going to happen? The cheetahs are going to be taken from, as you said, private-owned reserves in South Africa. How will they be transported? What sort of uh, habitat will they be released into in India? Yeah, so they're coming from various different wildlife, uh, small wildlife reserves, uh, mostly privately owned, um, across South Africa, from Swallow in the Kalahari to Pinda up in northern KwaZulu-Natal. And um, they already, these animals have already uh, been placed in quarantine bomas. They've been there for some time already, ready to go. Um, so on Friday, basically, we will be uh, immobilizing the animals, um, checking, doing a, a last health check on them. We keep them then sedated for the actual translocation, put them into, into crates, um, transport them to our tambo, and then from there they fly to Kuno, uh, you know, uh, through to Gwalior Air Force Base in, in India, and then from there on to Kuno National Park. Um, so the environment there is is quite uh, varied. They have some open areas, but um, it's it's uh, main, mostly sort of what we would call savanna, um, sort of uh, open mixed woodland 
areas, um, which I think many people would think of as being sort of more dense than what you would use, be used to for a cheetah. But I think there is this misconception because if we look at many of our environments in, in South Africa where cheetahs have done exceptionally well, uh, you know, like Spinda, for example, I mean, it's actually, it has some uh, very thick, dense, you know, um, scrub and uh, woodland areas. And the cheetahs do actually very, very well in that, that uh, area. So um, the landscape, uh, you, you know, many areas of, of Kuna National Park that you, if you looked out, you wouldn't know that you're actually in India. I mean, if you compared it to, you know, you took somebody from South Africa, they, they, they would think they were in Africa somewhere. So it's, it's a very familiar landscape. Yes, and is there an indication as to immediately how many cheetahs will be transported? Yeah, so, I mean, obviously the eight Namibian cheetahs have already gone over to Kuna National Park, um, and uh, we are going to take uh, additional 12. Um, Nine of them are currently in a quarantine boma just north of Pretoria at a place called Roybach. Uh, where they've been looked after by uh, a private private wildlife veterinarian. And then the other three are coming, um, they've been donated by Pinda uh, Private Game Reserve, um, which is up in northern KwaZulu-Natal, and they're in quarantine over there. So we have to coordinate on Friday the bringing all of those animals together, the three from KwaZulu-Natal and the nine from Roybach, and arriving at OR Tambo, um, you know, around about the same time, and then going through all the customs and societies, processes for all the permits to be checked um, and then load the animals onto onto this uh, cargo plane which will take off um, at about half past eight on Friday evening. Uh, yes, and uh, for, just to get an estimate, you know, the entire project, what's the costing of this project? Uh, is there an indication as to the, in that regard? Uh, no, I don't actually have the, the the total figures. I mean, most of the costing has been done, uh, you know, by the from the Indian side, and I'm I'm not privy to the the numbers or the amounts of money that have been spent on the project. Um, I think that there is, you know, there's a lot, there's a bit of a complaint, you know, that we're spending a, a fair fortune on, uh, you know, this one particular project. But I think that that people really need to see the bigger picture here. Um, first of all, this project has potentially many spin-offs in terms of benefits to other uh, wildlife species. Uh, when you're going to protect cheetahs in a reserve, you have to make sure that they've got something to eat. They have to have uh, antelope to catch, and those antelope need to have grass to eat. And so you've got to protect the entire ecosystem, and there are you know, definite benefits to other species in India that we're going to see. The other thing that um, is often is a mystery to me is that some people get quite upset when we spend money on conservation projects. These are very tiny amounts of, of money compared to what gets spent on military or, you know, other ventures, which I think are sometimes unnecessary, um, you know, and destructive in the world. And uh, we really should actually be celebrating that the government is actually willing to be able to put some money to a conservation project like this. Um, you know, so, so that's, you know, the issue. So I can't actually give you any sort of figures. I know that um, the gas company, which is a government-owned organization in India, uh, forget the name, they've also contributed quite substantially to this project. So it comes mainly from the Indian government, but there's also some funding from um, some of the SOEs, if you like, state-owned enterprises. Fascinating. Hmm. Uh, it's really a fascinating project. Uh, and, uh, you know, perhaps one day we may have one of our listeners, a South African citizen, who may see them there in India in the reserve. And uh, we look forward to getting feedback from them. And, uh, you know, well done to yourself and all those who have been involved. It's uh, really, really intriguing. And we wish that uh, everything goes well. The entire process unfolds as per planned and that there's no hiccups along the way. 
Thank you very much. Yeah, we look forward to it. Thank you. Go well. Thank bye. You. Okay, bye-bye. Dat is our guest, Professor Andrian from uh, the University of Pretoria. Uh, nine, eight Namibian cheetahs as well as uh, 12 from South Africa being relocated to a reserve, a national park uh, in India. So fascinating, really, really the entire process. Uh, money being spent on the conservation. People may argue, but money spent on all sorts of things these days. And this is really uh, an uplifting in a, a you know, something that makes us feel good.